Welcome, everybody. This is Albert Campo with the Cantina Mix Podcast, episode 225. Back at an, for another episode, and here alongside with me is uh, Joel and Jaime. Jaime, how's it going? You over there in uh, San Jose area, San Francisco? How's it going this evening? Oh man, it's been it's been cold. It's been raining. It's unlike California, but it's uh, it's all good, man. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, actually, I'm going to be over there next week. So I'll just to let you know. We'll, we'll discuss later. <laughs> we also have Joel. Uh, Joel from Los Angeles. How's it going? I'm doing good, Chiquis. I'm enjoying, as Jaime called it, the 12 days of Chivas Christmas. Oof! And uh, it's, yeah, it's a nice change of events from the past five tornadoes of just bad news yeah yeah i got i got a little take on that but we yeah we'll get into that that's some uh it's exciting times i guess for the chiva hermanos not quite g hermanos yeah. uh, but they're getting they're getting an- antsy <laughs> to get the league started with all these signings uh, but i guess to start off the uh the podcast a lot of drama we want to i guess dive into a little bit of women's liga mx feminine stuff Sort of the, uh, I guess the, the news that came out after the championship win between Monterrey and Tigres. Monterrey, of course, won the title, and uh, apparently one of their players has uh, got the goal scoring title as well. And somehow, uh, the players were promised, I-, I assume verbally, an iPad as well as the bonus. And then it resulted that they only got an iPad. And I even read that somebody said that it was like not even the what what kind of iPads are there? There's like the super one and then the like the low cost. Chiki, I thought you were the Apple guy right here. No, that, got, I ain't uh, the Apple guy. That's that's Jaime. I'm the I'm that's, the Apple guy. Uh, <laughs> it'd be the iPad Pro. They probably the got Pro. like last year's iPad or something. Yeah, they, they didn't get the Pro. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. I, know, I, like, I read that that iPad though was compared to the wages they were getting. It was like three months. I don't know if how much truth there is because you, you know, people tend to exaggerate a lot of times. You're reading stuff on social media and people always like to troll or, or throw in jokes there. Uh, but the one thing I wanted to mention is, uh, well, at least to keep in mind, I, I feel that they made a mistake of making uh, the rayadas they made a mistake of going public so quick with that. If they thought they needed a bonus because they, they dominated the league, I think they they led in standings, they, they won the championship, they, they got the goal-scoring title. Uh, I think they should have, you know, in-house tried to bargain something. Uh, I think that's a uh, jump to me. They, they got a bit ahead of themselves because... Most of these teams lose money. They're not making money. So even even if you won the league and, and you did all that great stuff, the Royales still lost a lot of money just, just to have them go through the season. Yeah, and that Eugene uh, Rupinski, <laughs> he covers the, the feminine a lot with Amelia. I'm trying to find his article, man. His article is actually, it's got some numbers. I'm gonna pull it up. It's was got, that it's... you were telling me about the about the light, Chickies? 
Yeah, the light, like I want to get the I want to get the exact numbers because, like you said, they are. Uh, it it even says, or I don't know if the article says it, but basically, uh, Rayadas. Well, and you know, I thought. Yeah, go ahead. They're they're I in the red, clarify. man. Yeah, well, you know what, and this is, not I'm not saying this to hate, because yeah. it happens with the men's as well. Uh, you constantly see the men's teams like changing ownership. And it's because they they lose money as well, um, you know. Atlas went from from the their socials to Teva Azteca and then to Grupo Orlegi. Um What was that team that just got bought recently? Um, the the Caliente Group, the Cholos bought them. Juarez? No. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but yeah, you you see it with a lot of teams like all the time. Um, they just fold their new ownership comes in because they can't they can't afford to stay up. It's it's really expensive, man. Uh for the most part having a football team is like an expensive hobby. You're gonna <laughs> sink in all this money and rarely you're gonna get you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna come out making extra cash. So speaking about women's football the uh, the national team lost to Brazil today. Was it was it senior team or under twenty three? Uh, I don't know. It was just five zero. <laughs> oh, ouch, ouch, no bueno. But Brazil is one of the top, like, yeah, at least top five. We're cheekies, man. Should I? Chiggies, you have one job, man. You, you and, should have uh, had this article. Also, good news for uh, for Chivas Femenila. Norma is back after her. Hola, Fox. Yep. She got the the face of Shrek, but the booty of a goddess, man. It's. <laughs> wait, it's a... wait, she left, right? She she left to do like a. Like she went the on the challenge. She went to Telemundo to do some type of uh, TV show thing, and then she's back now. So she got her little little 15 minutes of fame and some money, and now she's back to Chivas. She's back. Yeah, came, came right on time, man. The Chivas hype train going in full oh, yeah, effect. Dude. We'll, we'll get into that later, but, man, it's it's been the 12 days of – with Chivas, it's beautiful. It's a, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Um, deleted this. He yeah. deleted this article or something. No, go ahead. What happened? I'm trying to fucking not find, find this article, man. What the heck? Anyway, yeah, yeah. Keep on going. Oh, I got it. I got it. You I found it? it yeah. It's FMF state of my. What the? It's deleted or something now. Anyway, let me let me. Uh, well, did oh, you, have, you think did, he deleted? Do you remember the title? Well, I see the I see the tweet, but I go to you it. You know and... what? You know what? I found one that says uh, Santos Feminil success and struggles mirror. Yeah, that one. Feminil. That one. That's and it. It's talking about um, the main training pitch at Territorio Santos Modelo have four light stanchions and hold about three hundred people. That's the one you were telling, right? Yeah. Just go off the top of your head, man. 
Okay. They can't delete it. It's not <laughs> it even toxic. cached, man. Like, that's weird that he that they would. <laughs> okay, anyway, this is what it said. It was really good. This is talking about uh, Santos because he covers Santos a lot. He likes Santos. Uh, so the Liga MX feminine side for Santos. Uh, so they get paid like if there's youth uh, players on the team, they get paid the same as the 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 men's youth, so which is a lower wage. And then if you're older, especially if like an older the older ladies have kids. They need a higher salary. So that based on age, if they're older, they get paid more. But say if you're an older person uh, and you're you're on the bench and the younger kid, the younger kid is starting, they're actually getting paid less. So there's some complaints there. Uh, the Santo in, Santos in particular, they play on the regular, the you know the big the big stadium. Their training stadium is too small for the amount of fans that actually go to their games. So they have to play, play in the bigger stadium, you know, the normal stadium for Santos. And it costs like I think it was like nine hundred dollars. No, they make nine hundred dollars from ticket sales, but it costs like double that for one hour to keep the lights on. <laughs> so they're you know just to have a game at that stadium and with the ticket sales for the women's side, they're not even you know making a profit on that end. And yeah, then without and a TV, lot. without TV deals. Then you're basically just relying or, on, you know, sponsors. So top sponsors. Yeah. It costs more to keep the lights on, is what you're saying? Yeah. Than what they get, because yep. it's twenty dollars. No, how much is the, the tickets are like? Uh, I don't, not even twenty dollars. Oh, they're, they're no 20 pesos. twenty, man. They're twenty pesos. They're twenty pesos for a ticket to go to these games. That's like what two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a dollar right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so like they're making very no, hardly nothing on ticket sales. And they may, and you know, just for the people to go there. So they're, they're not even, that's, it's like, that's what I was asking Ron. It's like an investment. So, so if you have a business, okay, I'm going to be in the red for the make, maybe the first couple of years, but I know it's going to make ends meet at the, at, you know, after, after a while. So that's where this stage is um, for the whole league. Yeah, and, and that's, it, and that's harsh for the players too. I mean, I get it because uh, I know they want to make a career out of it, but they're at that stage where it's like, it's very difficult to expect, you know, to make these high salaries when when the money isn't there. And so then to criticize some of these clubs that are already losing all this money um, with the men team, then to lose more on top of that, and then to criticize because they, they're not paying high your wages or giving bonuses. It's just it's just bad luck, you know? And even, even here in the U.S., they've had their – their women's league bowl like three times. Yeah. So I it's, think it's like don't don't attack him just yet, man. <laughs> so so you going back I, Yeah, so going back I really to haven't the... been paying attention, but uh like does every team have a have a women's team too? Or is yeah, it exactly. many... every team does. And some oh, of the teams okay. I think some of the teams do play on practice fields. Uh where where you know they're able to where they have enough uh you know stands for people for the fans to go. I think I think that's the case. I know in the first year of the league that a lot of them played like in the in the practice. I think they all played in the same. Well, I could be wrong. Uh, but the going back to the Rayadas uh, deal, uh, well, they came back with a an official statement saying that uh, the football club did fulfill all contracts and compromises that they were agreed upon. Um, so so everything that's in you know the legal 
the they're just covering themselves legally. They did fulfill everything as far as like their pay. Um, I think the bonus and the iPad thing was pretty much like a uh, like a word of mouth. They said like you guys deserve you know a, a bonus in addition to like an iPad because of this. We're so proud of you and all this. And then it was just word of mouth. It wasn't actually in the contract. And then we went back and looked at probably their finances yeah. and we're like, no, we can't do that, man. We don't we don't have the we don't have the funds to do that. And well, then that's where some of the players Grupo, I think Corona, I think it's Grupo Modelo, uh, the, the one that owns Corona Beer. Uh, but they stepped in and they ended up, they're like, hey, you deserve, you deserve a crown on us or something like that. What does that mean, though? I saw Please. that tweet. What, what is, are they going to no, put no, in some no, money? No, no, it was an actual, no, it was actual, like from the actual official account. Yeah, I know. But are they going to put in, they, are they going to sponsor some money or what are they going to do? What does that mean? They said they were going to pay the bonus. Oh, they're going to pay the bonus. But I haven't. The thing is, I haven't heard anything from from none of the women players. So I don't know what's going on right there. Like I haven't. Yeah. So step up and say anything. I guess. And some of the women players, you know, because. Yeah. What happened? Some of the women players were saying, like, I don't even want. Give me one second. I don't even want the iPad. I want the. uh, I'd rather have the money instead of the iPad. So that's sort of tell. Like, how much does an iPad cost? Like. like four hundred dollars or something. I don't know, man. And so to take the money instead of an iPad, that sort of says like, you know, the financial. Also, situation. they had to because I had not seen any official comments from, from the actual players. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying some of their players already said, "Take your iPad." I think that was in the the that that was in the Esto uh, article that they they said some of the players said that they didn't even want an iPad; they would rather have the money. Oh. Okay, but but from their official accounts, like Twitter accounts or any official statement, I don't think nothing's been said. Like uh, I, I think maybe one disgruntled one. Yeah. You know, they probably were um, upset, and then somebody probably leaked, leaked all that or went to the media. So why why don't they do this? Because this is what we did when I was in high school. We would take all the teams, the varsity team, the JV team, the female team, and the freshman team, we would all just play at the same, like, we would just play at the same time. Why don't they do that with the women's? Why don't they start them before the actual men's game? And that Sometimes way they, don't they do have... the under 20, because I think they're already doing it for, like, the under 20 and the under, I think, 17. Yeah, they should just do this. Like, hey, you bought Bump tickets one of those to the men's you bought you bought team tickets for the men's game. Guess what? You get to get, see the women as a bonus, you know. And then they they can televise both games, and then, you know, because there's no way people are gonna go out of their way to watch these games, you know what I mean? Or pay for them. Might as well just throw it in there like a bonus. That's what I would. Yeah, do. I don't. Then they would. Yeah, because but even right now they're the getting night. more they're getting more in ticket sales though if they have them separate. Because the tickets would be included and they would be missing out on that money, even though it's small, even though it's like 20 pesos per person, you know. Well, but still, I mean, you're saying that they're losing money because they're, you know. Because they're not charging like, an extra an extra ticket sale there. Yeah. But I mean, like, if they're, if, they're, if they're losing money on, like, hosting the game at a different time and, you know, all that, then why not just do it at the same time? Well, I think they're they're losing money because they're not, they don't have a... I mean, you guys know I know more than I do, but the TV deal is where the real money comes in, right, Juan? Yes. That's, okay. 
Like Ticket sales are sort of TV small. TV deal followed by sponsors that you're going to get for being on TV. Yeah, and like the sponsors uh, they have on their jerseys, is that just like copied? They just like make a, a copy of the men's jersey. But do those sponsors actually give extra money for the women's side? Or is it just... No. Yeah, so there you go. It's you're like... You know, separate. It's separate because, I, like, for example, um, Chivas female jersey has different sponsor in the front. Oh, so yeah, they, they do, do have sponsors then, some of the women's teams. They do have sponsors yeah, specifically for like, the women. They, they uh, the Roja or something is the Chivas yes. for the women. And oh. dude, that jersey looks nice. Huh? It does. I would have bought it, but I mean, it, they need to do like a triple XL. <laughs> it's got some good curves. It's got some good Cause curves. Because you know, like the women jerseys have this like cut on the side. <laughs> so they could like go to the hips. Yeah. Yeah, Free. they need to just not it'll, have that. It'll accentuate your curves, man. I'll be like, I'll be like, you know, it'll look like I'm trying to hook out <laughs> and tear through the shirt. <laughs> You're looking jacked, um, dude. <laughs> no, not jacked. Just, just masa doing like. Just, like when you have a bag of masa and it's like squished. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Enough with. We'll see how this gets resolved uh, in the following weeks, I guess. Um, yeah. You know? It's interesting. Let's see what happens. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because there's uh, a lot of good intentions, but at the same time, it's like you kind of do have to let fans know what the reality is. Because yeah. they make it seem like they just have all this money. So it's easy to ask for money when you're not the one. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay, or you're the one. It's coming out of your pockets. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's I a guess lot we'll of... see in the coming weeks what what is the result of this. Yeah, it's a, and it's a lot of sort of like outrage against uh, against them for not paying, and and Amy even asked like uh, Enrique Bonilla when he went to L.A. about creating a uh, what did she say about create oh creating a, an interleague between the. The, or for the female leagues between Liga MX Femenil and uh, what is it, NWSL? Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's and then like and man. then you could also go further and say like a Copa America for women or a Copa de Oro for women or a. Uh, but you you know stuff, you know the man. whole thing because now. You, Who yeah, would watch that though? Money. I wouldn't even watch that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they got they got fans, but again, they're not thinking about the economic of this. You know, as some of these fans. They're not thinking about all that. Like someone has to pay for all this, and so like if you, if you're um, if you're the Mex club, you have to fly into the U.S. and maybe even like stay in hotels over here. And then the it's stadium, more money, like the if, stadium staff. Then if you're to staff the whole stadium, that's a bunch of people, man. Yeah. <clears throat> the lights. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's more expensive. It would be more expensive than like the U.S. team going into Mex will be cheaper for them. The Mexican coming into the U.S. it just cost way more money, so it's it's a bit of a headache there, and that's that's where the the you know a lot of the fans they have to realize this this is like they're already losing money as it is. Uh, stop asking for stuff until it at least becomes uh, you know give it more time to grow, which is and you know what? And I asked Amy on Twitter because uh, I saw the whole thing through her feed, and I asked her had, you know, was there a previous agreement, it, you know, and she never replied to me. Uh, yeah, they don't know. 
No one knows. Because that's also the other thing. You see a news come out, and then yeah, you could get angry and then start tweeting it. But then it's like, well, let's see what, let's see what happened first. Uh, but yeah. And that's the first time Moving I've. On, yeah, and that's first well, just, time what? This is the final, the final statement. That's the first time I've ever seen numbers like on the on that article that Eugene had, and the actual statement that said, "We are actually in the red." So, so that you know, that's that's well, it right there. It's, yeah, Here. again, it's it's not surprising. A lot of the men's team are in the red. Yeah. So, yeah, moving on. The I guess what are you guys are you like feening for some goats or something? Is that the next topic oh, that you're man. you're looking at? <laughs> I think we could talk about Puligol. <laughs> Puligol, uh, okay. And yeah. how he, he, you know, he's one of the co co-leaders of Goleo from Liga MX. And he's now, he's not going to be part of the Super Galactico Chivas. Uh, I'll be honest. He's joining the, the city, uh, the Kansas City Sporting. I am, uh, I'm surprised that Indiana was Kansas City. You know, I thought Chicago Fire, you know, they're trying to rebrand. I thought it was a great True. market for him. Or for San Jose, Matias. But in the end. You wanted him close to you, Jaime? I mean, I'm just saying, like, those those two teams need a player like Pulido. And, I don't know, Kansas City, it's like, it's in the butt-fucking-nowhere, and I don't know. It's cold. Do they even have Mexicans in Kansas, bro? It's, it's, like... all, it's all about the money, though, man. It's, I know it's about the money. Just like that one dude just, from San just... Jose said, like that tweet, that you know, that conversation we mm-hmm. were in. They didn't, like, and I sort of can see it. They don't want to pay 10. How much did Kansas City pay, Hawaii? 10 million? They paid it, it's no eight, it's, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, I, I've seen the numbers between eight and a half, eight and a half, and nine point five. So I'll say somewhere around there. Somewhere around there's the truth. Yeah, this, this but, guy uh, was even yeah. hating on Pulido. He said he ain't worth that much, like for San Jose, because this guy is a San Jose fan, and he was like, uh, or no, Jaime asked him like, why, why didn't San Jose get him? And this guy was like, he's not worth that much, man. So yeah, he, I, I said, agree. He's the goal. He's the goal. The leading goal scorer for Liga MX, and uh, and I guess people <laughs> people don't see him as highly as you know that stat. But that, I sort of agree with him. I think the, our KC was willing to fork out the money, so that's where he went. In the UK, yeah. they call it a flat track bully, uh, like a like a player that had like you know a lot of goals, but you know just came out of nowhere because for the last couple of seasons he, he wasn't putting up that much goals, but. Nope. Nonetheless, man, like it's a he, it's not even about like oh that's he's not worth that much. Like once you once you consider the fact of like ticket sales and and the marketing aspect of it, and then uh, you know maybe Pulido will drop a reggaeton mixtape. I mean that all that <laughs> consider, man. That's that's a lot of money on the line, man. Gonna drop the hottest track of the summer. Um, but are there a lot yeah, of are there a lot of yeah. Mexicans in KC though? Where's even that know. on the map? And that's the thing. Like, I know Amar Bravo played for Kansas City, but he didn't have a good outing. And here's the thing. Like, I've been to a lot of San Jose games uh, last season, and there's a lot of Mexicans that go there wearing Chivas jerseys because of Matias and recently because of Carlos Fierro. So it's like, I, I remember remember when we saw Fabian, there was a lot of fans there just to see Marco Fabian play. So I think it was a huge missed opportunity by San Jose. Sure, it's ten million, but I mean this team doesn't really spend money like that. They have a old player, Chris Wondolowski. He's like almost forty years old, like carrying the team, and 
it would have been a really nice transition to see someone like that. Um, yeah. I don't know. And then especially yeah, with they Matias. Need, they need their, yeah, they need their one franchise player, their one DP, they call him. be the face of the team, the mm-hmm. designated player. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think Pulido could be that guy, but who knows, man? I think it depends what mindset he's on. Because he didn't bring it on for Chivas for like a good three, four seasons where he was just coasting by. And then he, he did his past season, he, he you know, he shows like he was capable of doing that. I know there's a lot of disgruntled fans where they're like not sad to see him go. It's like, you know, and, and for me, I always knew he had that capability. But I guess it's just the mentality. So I, I hope he has the, the right mindset where he's like, I'm the, I'm the star here because that's how they're treating him. And he's getting like really high wages. And he's like, like what they pay for him is like their biggest transfer fee ever. So he needs to go and be like, I'm here to carry the team, you know. Because uh, he didn't have that when he was at Chivas. Uh, he was sort of like, man, the refuerzos they're bringing suck. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that when he when he talked to the press, he was saying how like we need better refuerzos. We're not we're not gonna do much with with the people coming in. That's when they brought in a bunch of juveniles from Santos. And he's like, mm-hmm. dude, well you're the main guy here, man. What do you mean? I mean that's why uh, we brought in. Uribe Peralta, right? Because he didn't want to step up and be the leader. Yeah, that was part of it too. He he was he didn't want to, and I think having Oribe take a bit of the spotlight, and then everything was on, and Oribe can't score, so Puli was like, he just slid in, man, into that goal scoring chart. I say two things. Number one, I'll 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 thank Alan for what he did for Chivas because I mean he did win some silverware. He did score one of the goals yeah. in the final against Tigres. Uh, you know he won a Copa Mekis. He won the the goal score of the of the season this this season. So it's like, you know, it's not like he had a a, a bad time here at Chivas and um like you know be grateful for all the goals he scored. Number two, we need to we need to cash out on these Mexican players. More often, man, ten million is a lot of money. I mean, we paid eighteen to get him from Olympiacos, and some of that money. Well, it was too. double. It was Olympiacos and Tigres. Yeah, it was Tigres so and Olympiacos. So they had to pay. Yeah, they had to pay each. So yeah, but, it was about. Um, I just find it interesting that the MLS is like, you know, they're just so about trying to buy Liga MX talent, you know, because yeah, Rui Diaz went to uh, Seattle. Yes. And, yes, uh, and you have you have um, that one player from America. I think he went to MLS too. So MLS is just buying our players. Our yeah, and you seconds. know what? I don't know about sloppy seconds because when they bought Rivas, <laughs> he was he was one of the top scorers. He's one of the top players when they bought him. Mm-hmm. And now that they're buying Pulido, he's living on the top. He's not exactly living yeah. from you know. And then they got Brian Fernandez, who ended up just too much substance abuse, but he was also pretty much at top of his game when they took him, and uh, it's one thing I talked about here with John 
where it's like for a lot of good for a lot of these good players they're just gonna see coming to this league here in the US just just like a more sexy option. Uh as much as fans are gonna say it's a step down or yeah. or they don't like the style or whatever. But if you're a player and, and you have a family or you know, you wanna secure your whatever finances, yeah. It's, it's just too good to turn down and and we're seeing it more and more uh, with just you know it's that mentality is returning if you, if you can't beat them join them you know mls has been watching us beat them in coca champions and they're just like well we can't beat them so let's just buy them yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's just buy these players and they just did a uh they just did the uh draft right for the uh conca champions yes sir uh with lafc is gonna be playing leon so that should be uh, exciting that's Carlos Vela right there. You know, I've been I've been looking at this LAFC team and 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 I'm like, I would love to see them stack up against some Mexican teams just to see where they rank, you know? Well, that's that's yeah, that's the Leon game, and that's that's going to be the first time Vela plays in Mexico. Is it? Yeah, I mean, he he never he left at 17, so he never really oh, played as a right. season pro. Uh, if he played, it was just like torneos juveniles. But he never debuted for the first team, and so, yeah, which is which is like over a decade later. Same with Gio, who's who's at America, and his, you know, when he returned, when he played with them, that was the first time playing, playing in Mexico. So, uh, if we let's go look at the bracket, it's uh, Saprissa versus Montreal Impact. Olympia versus Seattle Sounders, San Carlos versus New York City FC, uh, Alianza versus Tigres, Leon versus LAFC, uh, a Jamaican team, Portmore United versus Cruz Azul, uh, Comunicaciones versus America, and Montagua versus Atlanta FC. Yeah, it's kind of weird how it just starts off right away, right? This isn't even group stage, is it like... It's around a 16. It's around a 16, so kind of sucks. Uh, I would have liked to have seen a group stage. And uh, LAFC play a bit more games. But I guess they're still ironing out this tournament. Uh, yeah. You know. The, I initially, my initial thought was, okay, the LAFC, Leon. I, I would like to see LAFC go past Leon just to see LAFC go against Cruz Azul. And maybe even beat Cruz Azul to go against America. But America... Well, Atlanta... Leon has been... Chiquis Leon has been the the, the more consistent team. Uh, but they just know? lost JJ They lost their guy. Yeah, they're an older team now. Some of their top players, they're getting up there in age. But there's uh, some interesting matchups like... Man. Uh... Tigres is on, on one side against uh, Seattle, like the Seattle's and, and Tigres are going to, you know, for sure end up meeting each other in the quarterfinals or the, or the semifinal. Yeah, semifinals. So if, if, if things go the way they, they go, you're saying uh, Cruz Azul America? No, I, I would like to see, I would like to see LAFC beat Leon. 
then go against Cruz Azul because I want to see that. And I wouldn't mind seeing LAFC beat Cruz Azul so that they could go against America and then see mm. that and then see America like smack them or something. Oh like man, that. I don't know. Cruz Azul <laughs> has really good strikers and oh yeah, that'll probably that'll LAFC probably happen. He showed us anything. Yeah, I don't, LA. dude. I, I don't even see LAFC going off the first round. Honestly, that's true. That's true. No, they're, I think, their defense I think, is bad, man. I think, yeah, like offensively, sure, you know, but their defense is Swiss cheese, man. Well, it's sort of like Joel said, the group stage would have been nicer to see more games. That's that's yeah. why I'm sort of, <laughs> I'm sort of hoping for something. But yeah, it's uh, it it, it very well could happen that Leon beats them. But uh, I know some, I know a few ticket holders that are going to be happy selling those tickets. Those tickets are probably going to go for a lot. Yeah, and that's something that I want to going back a little bit, like just briefly for to the Pulido thing. I want to look uh, look specifically for numbers for Sporting uh, Sporting KC from last year to this to this year or to this coming up year to see if Pulido really um, makes an impact to see if the attendance rises. Because I sort of am, I mean Mexicans are all over the place in the U.S. nowadays, but yeah. KC is sort of a place where, like it's in the middle of nowhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of those. States is it a state or a city? Because I know there's Kansas, but then there's Kansas City, Missouri, and then there's Kansas City, Kansas. Right? It's confusing. Yeah. There's like two Kansas cities. It's <laughs> Kansas City, uh, Missouri. Yeah, there's a Kansas City, Missouri. I mean, there's a Kansas City in Kansas, which is pretty fucking weird, but um, it's definitely a place that. I mean, I'm sure there's Mex- there's Mexicans everywhere, but it's not one of those it's markets a that spot. appeal. Yeah. You know, but I know that Kansas City was in the Conca Champions. Was it last season? And they beat Toluca. I remember that it was like four zero. I mean, obviously everyone Toluca... was beating Toluca though, man. Yeah. That Toluca. Everybody was beating Toluca, but <laughs> I just, I just, it's just one of those things where I just, I don't. That's the only in yeah. the last couple of years that, that I remember. That was La Volpe, man. That was La Volpe hitting rock bottom. And Toluca Stadium, the Devil's Cauldron, it just turned into a, a playpen, man. It turned into a, into the cat house or something, dude. Anybody was just going in and getting it my, in. It's like they yeah. put no fight. Uh, now qu- they got my boy Chepo. My and- question, though, is this Conca Champions thing, like, what's the point of doing it? Because aren't they going to suspend the Club huh? World Cup? Well, I mean, we still need a regional tournament. So what do you mean? What's the oh. point? Well, I mean, because like, like, like whoever wins this is going to have to wait like a long time, right? No, no, um, no, because they're 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 playing it this year, which is Monterrey, and then I guess we'll finish off the pod later on with the whole Club World Club Monterrey talk, um, and uh. <clears throat> Because I, from what I understand, what I understand is they're like all these clubs, Real Madrid and all the big clubs. They just find it a waste of time going to show up for like two games. So I think they were going to recreate or reinvent the club. Yeah, they they are. Twenty twenty one though. And they're going to add like more teams, right? Twenty fourteen. Yeah. 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 No, it's not going to be. It's not. I mean, it's still going to be there. That's why they got rid of. they got rid of the confederaciones to make room for this mm. bigger, saucier, sexier okay. clubs World Cup. But I, I still feel there needs to be a regional club 
tournament. Yeah. Uh, I know people want Libertadores. Talks yep. seem pretty far off because I think what I last heard was that they want to do like a joint tournament where it's like all the other teams from CONCACAF as well um, or more teams. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, same with Copa America. And uh, I do like that Copa America, like when they had the Copa America Centenario and it, that was you nice. know, it, yeah. And you know what? People might talk smack about how these teams are weak. But if you look at the history of like CONCACAF teams going, you know, up against uh, in Copa America competition, hey man, you'll see some surprising results mm-hmm. there where it's like, they just don't lay down. Um, yeah. and, and we've seen some of the teams put up good fights and I mean, pretty first, good matches. The first year that Mexico was invited to the Copa America, they went to the final against Argentina. So Yeah, and, when, <laughs> and then the follow-up in the 95, uh, the U.S. beat Argentina. And then in uh, 2001, we, we lost to Colombia. But, uh, I'm yeah, I would say fine. You know, Conca Champions is fine. You know, they're trying to do this uh, MLS versus Liga Mekis All-Stars thing. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah we... they're just trying to, you know, they're just trying to trying to get a measuring stick of how far off MLS is from, from Liga Mekis, but you know they they got a lot of catching up to do and um i am excited to see i am excited to see LAFC in this in this Conca Champions and uh, i'm also very excited to see uh Monterrey on Saturday uh against uh Al Said Al Said well you know what before we get there i'm just going to really quick hit on the subject cuz i almost forgot about it but but when you mention like this uh league of this League's Cup, which is MLS versus uh, Liga MX, and then you have the All-Star that's going to be the MLS All-Stars versus Liga MX All-Stars. And, and like, for me, I feel it's it's all with TV, man. It's like they're trying to get some TV deals out of it. That That's my feeling, um, especially with Liga MX teams being so dominant. When you look at the ratings in the U.S. for, for soccer overall, like the top 10 ratings, Liga MX is or Mexican football is going to be more than half, you know, for the I most mean, part, uh... like eight, eight, eight of those 10 games are like all Liga MX games. Uh, all, the Le- all the Liga games were getting over a million views. Yeah, they, they, you know, more than even EPL and whatnot. And, um, but, but we are seeing the whole TV thing changing. And so what's being talked about, you had Disney recently purchased Fox. And Disney already owns ESPN, so they dropped Fox Sports. So in Mexico, um, I don't know what's going on here in the U.S., but I know in Mexico, Fox Sports Max is up for sale. And the the whole talk was that Rupert Murdoch is going to buy that station. But then there's a group of Liga MX club owners that are going to buy into it as well. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Except for uh, Curi. (laughs) Curi's gone, Rita. Curi's gone. But, so, I mean, we're seeing the whole thing changing because that's going to be a big group uh, of teams that, if they did do that, would be jumping into one station that, and we're talking a league that for many years has been split in half. You know, Televisa would have like 10 teams, 
men are stuck kind of like the other 10 and that's what it was. But now you, you're seeing this, this changing, you know, just the way things are now. So I, I do think uh, that's, that's part of the reason they're doing things like that. You know, just trying to repackage the way they sell the games. Yeah, I mean, Chivas are still free agents. They don't have a, a TV deal yeah. yet. Yeah, and, uh, so that's, I'm thinking they're going to get, they should get a good chunk. There's talk of Basin, or I don't know how you pronounce it. The zone. They have, yeah, that, they, that they're interested in Chivas. They're ready Ooh, to put in a lot of money. That would be interesting. And the other one streaming is being, services, man. Being sports. I yeah. mean, I just started using Fubot TV, and it's it's got everything. Does it's it have every Dazen? single? You have to subscribe to uh-huh. Dazen, though, right? Through it. What Fubot TV? Yeah, is Dazen no, an extra TV's... cost? Yeah, Daz uh, Zone is uh, it's twenty dollars a month, and it's like you know, as of right now, at least in the states, it's just mainly for boxing. Like Canelo fought there, and uh, yeah, Andy Ruiz Jr. Man. fought there. There's too many. But, there's too many services around nowadays. It's it's depending, yes. Netflix. But I mean, the Zone's thing is like pretty nice because those pay-per-view fights used to be eighty dollars on its own. So yeah. paying twenty dollars for one month is not bad, and then you can cancel any time. But it would be nice to see some, you know, if Chivas could could do something like that. It'd be nice. Did I mean, they right have now, did, did the Zone have the Andy fight? Yeah, yeah. they did. All right. So they know. You want to talk they know that, Mexicans man. are a big market. <laughs> you, you want to talk the Andy fight? Andy's uh, and like me preparing for finals. No, he's like, like he's like trophies, man. I, he's I, like trophies. I don't study for the for the midterm until like <laughs> the night before the test. You, you party for three months. You party <laughs> for three months and then go start training at the end. Procrastinate That's your it, training. He was, he was eating gatitos. He was going to the. Andy did his lobster, and they know. Andy did his training camp at McDonald's. He was in the playpen <laughs> the, <play laughs> the whole time. He's oh, taking advantage, man. man. He's like, man, I never had this much money. Let me do this for three months, and then yeah. go fight again. And then he's, he's like, like, oh shit, the fight's next it. week. Ah, damn. Hey, can you just Photoshop my 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 body? Can you just Photoshop it for the press? There was some Photoshops I saw from like one of the Max. Oh think, man, uh, it's terrible. The Max company. But yeah, put I, abs on him. Yeah, I don't think he took advantage. I just think that's just kind of how he's been, where he's he's lacked discipline, uh, and I'm not I'm not talking to Mac here. He's very talented, dude, man. Anyone yeah. that says he sucks, you go up against that dude, and he'll probably put you Knock down you with out. one punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's the thing is he's he's at the elite level, but I, I was reading some article about him, and it just seems like. He's always lacked that discipline to commit, you know, to, uh, and especially when you're like talented like that, it seems like you don't have to put much effort. But if you see like some of the stories of like, like Maradona and some of these other really talented, it, you know, and you will see that they would, they would work hard. They would practice hard. They wouldn't just show oh, yeah. up on like game in, day. Like you mentioned Maradona, he, in that, uh, in yeah, the documentary, he for being a cokehead. Yeah, in the documentary, <laughs> he said he would party like from from like Monday to Wednesday or something, and then put it in extra hard Thursday, Friday, you know, Dang. to prepare for the game. 
It yeah, he, no, he would party from Sunday, like after the match. Yeah. All the way to like Wednesday or Thursday. Jeez. And then from Thursday going on, he would just go ham on the training. But he still, yeah, he still <laughs> came up with huge results, though, man. But he, it could have been a lot, it could have been a lot better, though, man. If he hadn't have done that, it could have been huge. He could have been like, he could have been doing oh, yeah. more. No, hands down, dude. I don't think no one would have. But the thing is, Recently, like, he was he was in an era where it was just him. Like, it's not like right now where we see Ronaldo versus Messi. Like, there was no one at his level. Well, there's, I mean, there was, there's been a bunch of players. I mean, there was Cruyff. Uh, Pelé yeah. was still, Pelé uh, was still around, is, man. Baggio, Cruyff wasn't Baggio a little bit around there, too? Uh, Rijkaard and all those guys? Baggio was in the 90s. Roberto Baggio. In the 90s, so, so yeah. Too, like, in the... Because Mar- what was Maradona's prime like the eighty late eighties early eighties? Yeah, like mid eighties. Like and then he wins the World Cup in eighty six. By ninety four, he was already like on his way out. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then, because keep in mind, he could have been part of the seventy seven squad. I mean, seventy eight, oh, wow. seventy eight, the nineteen seventy eight squad, and Menotti leaves him out, and uh, but he could have been, and he would have had two World Cups. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of boxing talk, a little bit of partying and panzone talk. But uh, what? what uh, so moving on. <laughs> panzone. Moving on. Is it, is it time for Chivas? Is it time for the goat? It's time, man. It's time. I, I brought up an article on this Chivas stuff. You probably already seen, or you probably already know. You guys probably already know, like the cost. It's by Eugene. No, it's about football total. The cost. Is there another Eugene article that's no. disappeared? <laughs> I, I wanted to know the cost. And uh, Chivas has spent $51 million on all these players. On the okay. most The most being, uh, uh, let's see, the top guy being Victor Guzman for $15 million. Uriel 15? Antuna, 15. Jeez. That's what this thing says. Uriel Antuna no for way. 12 which was split up between... Okay, where, 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 what's, what's the source, man? Name, name the source. Uh, foot, football Total. Oh, let's go to, I'm going to go to Transfer Market real quick. No, nah, nah, Transfer Market is going to give you their estimate. Uh, this is from... No uh, but Total is... I don't... I don't there is uh, no way we pay don't believe 15 that. for I Portugal. Think, no, yeah, I think he was around 10. Okay. Well, let's let me just see. give you these numbers. Okay, so 15 for him, 12 for uh, Antuna. Uh, 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 Chicote, eighteen or what? Eighteen Chicote, what? Angulo, and Pena for eighteen million. All three of them. Okay. Vasquez. Yeah, package deal. Gallito, Gallito for four. But they they said that the four could have been Alan Cervantes and Van Rankin to cover those the four million, and then Madueño for yeah. two. And so in total, it was fifty one million spent by Chivas. Transfer market says we paid ten million for uh okay for Pocho. So like, Pelai is doing some doing some moving, man. Pelai's well, you know what? One thing about this, and it shows that the whole Vergara thing when he would say nobody wants to sell to Chivas, or or when they sell to Chivas they they quadruple the price. That it was a lot of BS. You know, and it happened during the time that Angelica was just finally all this money, so hemorrhaging so all that, the money. <laughs> yeah, man, and that's that was the big reason because I would argue with with a lot of Chivas. I was like, 
it doesn't sound right when you've seen big names come into Chivas before and they'll bring Valencia and and uh Bofo. and Bofo and all these other Carmona. guys and it's like yeah because yeah, especially Carmona was seleccionado uh at that time he was he was like like number one in the spot yeah you know and um they go for sudden they're, they're doing that so they never sounded right uh and it just comes down to having someone that knows how to negotiate and even when to negotiate because yeah if you if you go after a player because like monterrey paid the same chivas did for pizarro probably a little bit more so um mm-hmm. it's not it's not like all the other teams are gonna get like a discount <laughs> It's yeah. just knowing. It's just knowing when to negotiate. Mm-hmm. You know, teams aren't gonna want to leave, let their top players go. Oh, just because it's Chivas, you know. All right, here you go. This is our, our main star. And then apparently, I like, will there's... say, man, it's it's. I will say, uh, three of those players should have never left to begin with because Pocho is returning to Chivas. He was from yeah. the, and then Macias as well. And then Gaito should have never left either. So it's like three three of the players were just eating our mistakes. It's like well, when Manchester United bought Pogba back. It's like, yo, he was theirs to begin with, you know? No, well, then with the whole Pogba thing, what's interesting was that, and even Sir Alex Ferguson has said it was one of his big blunders where they kind of let him go because they felt, you know, they weren't going to use him or they had better players. And I, I think uh, now I agree with you with Gallo and um, and Macias. Those was just dumb on Chivas' part. Um, but the the one that's like tricky is is the Pocho Guzman because if you don't Me. release him, Pizarro would have never been at yeah, Chivas. That's true. So that's yeah, that's the was the catch twenty two right there. It's like you know. Uh, we could have kept them, the team could have kept them, but then Pizarro, Pizarro to Chivas would have never been a thing. So, and to complete the circle, uh, <laughs> as far as talking about Pogba and uh, Pogba's agent, Mino Ayola, has been talking to Belaez for Hector Moreno, who apparently wants a $4 million salary. That's, yeah. You know, and I thought he was talking to him maybe to take JJ Mack because uh, mm. Hector Moreno and hasn't he had like in, injury? Hasn't he been injury prone? Hector? Yeah. Um, I ever since he left, um, I haven't really kept up with his his abroad movement because he's playing in Qatar, so it's really hard to follow him. But it looks yeah. like. This season, he's had seven appearances and one goal. Yeah, that's not which is yeah, and I think that league has twelve teams, so he's played almost the first half of that season. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I find it hard for him to just drop that. Those are massive wages, man. That's a lot of money. Yeah, if he has a two-year deal, he's gonna have his eight million. You know. He's, Bring back some gold bars. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I sort of feel bad I, for like all the all the all the current lineup for Chivas. Like all the everyone's excited about all these new guys coming in, 
And then, and then all these other guys are just sitting there. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to be seeing the bench pretty soon. <laughs> Especially well, if no, I think that's to create competition, man. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not going to be no competition. These guys are are coming in to start. Are they? I would I would think so. I don't think like Antuna's going to be automatic starter. I I, mean, I, I think um like Aito's going to be bench. Yeah. yeah. Or backup, you know, they play them in Copa games. Or like, yeah. Amistosos. Or just use them as, uh, you know, if you're, if you have, you want to protect the lead, you need to kill some time on the clock, bring in the rooster. Um, no, but I, I think it's, I, I don't think a lot of these dudes are going to be guaranteed. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but I think there's going to be good competition for a roster spot. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Not roster yeah, spot, for a first team, uh, first team spot, I should say. Yeah. It's just nice, man. It's nice to see Macias back with, you know, he's he's happy to be back. It's not like, you know, he's being forced back. Like, they interviewed him with uh, Pelaz, and Pelaz is like, you know, you're going you're gonna to go to Europe through us. Like, we're going to do this the right way because we've done it before. And, you know, I think, that's a good selling point if you're Macias. You know, what does Leon know about selling players abroad? Not that much. So it could no, be a short... Grupo Pachuca does, man. Oh, yeah. Grupo Pachuca does, yeah. So and it could be a short stay. Part of Grupo Pachuca. It, it, so, it's, so hopefully it's he... a short stay for him and like six months and then he's gone. So Chivas can't it count with be. him for the... For it could the, be. Yeah. Hey, Chiqui, six months is enough for the doblete. We're guaranteed We're guaranteed at least one league title every every decade. So why not for do not qualifying Liguilla, man. Why not do it on the no, first, but, but uh, look, first in, year? In Copa Mex, Chivas is already up there. They're already like in the playoff. Yeah. And and if you see the bracket, it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. So I can see I can see Chivas getting to the finals. And uh, at, at that point, I'll put it 50-50. Uh, they're winning. And I think one of the other teams might be Monterrey. So if it's, if it's them, they're going to be tired, man. They have that that massive schedule that happens. So a lot of those teams end up crashing when they have, like, all these bulk of games, you know, and then they don't have too much of a break. And then they have to come back and start playing. So, yeah. And they don't have like the depth that we will, you know, for to play two two tournaments. Yeah, well, yeah, and and so I think having right now Chivas favorite for the Copa Mekis is not as much of a stretch. And then once we once the league is, hey man, Liguilla, who knows? Anything can happen there. So yeah. And the then um, what's up with the? I heard we were gonna get fly M rates, but that didn't happen. Nah, that's that's. I think that's a meme. Because uh, uh, I, I saw people like photoshopping the shirt. Uh, yeah. What happened? Which... Is, so, well, see, this is this is the thing. Um, Caliente, which is the um, they're a betting house, the biggest betting house in Mexico. So Caliente, um, 
they came in around, they came into Chivas around the time Chivas TV started. So they were like the first to sponsor uh, Chivas TV and they dropped some pretty massive money and they kind of helped launch that. And then, um, what was it? Three years later, I guess, they made, they end up sponsoring the front of the jersey. And that, that deal, when they announced it, they weren't announcing it as just, we're sponsoring the front of the jersey. They were sponsoring as, we have an alliance with Chivas because they're still sponsoring as Chivas TV. And so their thing was like, it wasn't like a one-time thing. It's more like a three-year deal. And I think they're paying 3 million per year to be the, the main sponsor. So I just don't see Chivas just dropping Caliente from the, you know, because there's contracts. Yeah, uh, would well, I wouldn't say drop out. one for the other. I was just saying, you know, it'd be nice to get another sponsor. No, but and... but if it was Fly Emirates, it'll be like the main one. It's not gonna oh, be like got it, got in it, the got back it. of the butt, you know, like the <laughs> left side, top shoulder. You see some I... of these teams like Leon, they they look like NASCAR jerseys. Oh man, <laughs> it looks like the ads from the newspaper. So yeah, no, Fly Emirates is gonna, you know, they do, they front and center, man. And so, yeah, I just, I don't see it, man. Unless something happened where Caliente was like, ah, oh, well, we can't, we can't keep paying this money or we're out, mm -hmm. but we would have heard by now. Yeah. We would have but... heard by now. And and one of the, one, I think it was one of the official already images that came out for the white, for the white uniform. The, the white uniform got uh, announced a couple hours ago. It's beautiful. Well, I but, saw I, I saw a picture, and if that's the the real one, it says Caliente in the front. Did you? If, are, are we seeing the same pictures one with three Chiva players? It has a Pulido. Yeah, that's the one like, I saw. Not Pulido. Oribe. Oribe is like it's, on the left uh, side. Oribe, Pollo, and uh, what else? There you go. Yeah. So it's you. You see Caliente. That's at that point. You know they're not switching it up. Hey, going going to this Copa MX, I don't I don't think it's so easy for Chivas, man. They have Querétaro on their side of the brackets. They have uh, Querétaro lost Jews, man. We and Chivas already whooped Querétaro. Still though, they they made Liguilla with their lost juice. Morelia did very well with Scooby Doo, <laughs> so they're on their side of the bracket also. And uh, and yeah, Monterrey's on the other on the other side. With Wait, I think she was whooped on both those teams, and and they weren't even in their final form. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Chiquis, they don't, we'll they see. don't want on the Chivas, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want this new and improved Chivas. I need John. No, man. They, I need they John. Don't want, in, I need they don't John want none to, of this, man. I need John in here to come up with some Chivas he puns. Will, he will agree. Some Chivas insults. He would agree with me at this point. Man, we're we're the we're the galactic, the super Chivas. Super Chivas, man. It's two against one. It's two. We're uh, we're coming in, and we're going to take over, bro. Because they're talking about championships. We're not even talking the sense anymore. We're talking about championships. So that's the mentality we have oh, in 2020. Get it? Get it? the team that just got bought by by Cholos, by the by the Cholos oh, crew. By what? That's the team. Yeah, they're owned by Cholos. Yeah, now. yeah, that's right. Interesting. Yeah, for this talk of multipropiedad, that they were going to outlaw it. Uh, Cholos, the Cholos, uh, Hank, Hank Ron, I think is the owner. 
I think he owns them. And then you have Grupo Pachuca, who owns Pachuca and León. And then um, Grupo Orlegi that owns Santos. And they own Atlas. So those, all those teams I just mentioned, and then we include Monterrey. Those are the ones that would be going into a partnership with Mr. Murdoch to buy Fox Sports Mexico. But I think we won't hear more of this until around February. Uh, Chivas with that 2020 vision, it's, it's looking good. We're not done signing players just yet, so... Yeah. I see think how it goes. I, I could set up shop, man. I I don't. I'm with you, Jaime. I don't think Chivas needs Hector Moreno, man. I think he's overpriced. You know, four million. That's a lot of well, money. The salary? Well, the salary? Yeah, four million. Yeah, salary, that is, man. That's a lot. I, I just buy yeah. iPads for everyone. Four million. <laughs> <laughs> the one twenty-eight gig one too. Um. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the lineups are because Beltran is a, you know, he's a nice upcoming player, you know, so it would, I would hate to see his development get diminished. Well, you know, I, I don't think it will because um, uh, Pelias is big on, on youth, man. He's big on promoting youth and he's big on working with youth. And so I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think they're going to, they're going to bury that guy. Well, it's, it's all on paper. And, like, uh, in my opinion, it's all on paper right now. We just got to see how the cohesion and the chemistry goes, which is still pretty much, in my opinion, in the air. They can well, very you much, know what? you know, flop pretty, you know, pretty much in the, on the Chiquis, field. I'm going to tell you this one thing, and I was talking about it before, that when you're talking about cohesion, and I think what Chivas is doing right this time around is they went to Quintana Roo, Playa del Carmen, to host to do their like uh, their, their preseason, pre-season. they do like a little a little training camp where they, you know, they, they spend like a week there. Mm-hmm. They're they're just around each other for twenty four hours, you know, just all day. They get to uh, convivir, you know, just and um, relax in the baths or something. I think that's I, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what was missing from the previous. Like when Cardoso came in, and right away he has to go and do the club's World Cup. And not only does he have to do that, you know, he has to, like, kind of rebuild the team. And it caused problems because you had players that were going to be sold that felt that they should have been starters or that they should have gotten more playing yeah. time. So, I mean, that already is, like, throwing them to the wolves. And then with Boy, same thing. Boy comes in, the whole preseason's already set up. And it's, like, two tournaments in the U.S., you know, and against stronger teams. So you're just basically getting the sass whooped, you know, in different time zones. And that that's just hard to build a team like that. That uh, just right. That just reminds me of a previous crisis when they used to send the players to Colombia for for uh, like uh, psycho- psychological psychological Well they sent Fabian. Remember they Google? sent him. Like a brainwash thing or something. But I think one of those guys said how in an interview they used to, one of his, uh, one of the things they made him do was like be a beggar in the street. That was cool. <laughs> cool thought this. They made oh him, uh, they made him go on the streets and ask for money. And then when he scored, 
that he uh, he celebrated like that. He, he like put his hands out like he was begging for money. What the? Oh man, I, I didn't know that one. Man. That's like that's yeah. like burlando say, right? That's like making fun of what the the your mental training. What's what's up or with that? Or maybe he's saying it worked, man. It worked. He's just saying it worked, bro. Oh okay. It worked. <laughs> At that point, I feel like they're just making stuff up. You know, they're like. They're like, oh man, we got like two hours to burn. What? I don't want to be hearing this dude's problems. Just tell him he has to go beg for money. I, I, I want to know. I want to know when they went to Quintana Roo. I want to know who the brother with uh, with uh, Briseño. Who's who's the guy that took the pic, the picture of Briseño? Who was that dude, man? Oh, that dude was well, probably like that dude was probably like had his eyes wide open. I don't know, but but then and look, another thing was like the opponents as well, you know, and um. Chivas is going to be playing Venados. And so that's kind of how you want to, when you're just building a group and building a team. And that's that's kind of like how a lot of the clubs have always done it. This isn't new, you know. This is this is some old school stuff that's been done for a long time where they'll just do the whole concentration and then you just kind of play some pretty simple games because you're still like, you know, you, players are still getting in their groove. Yeah, I I like all the all the moves they're doing, and I'm excited to see what happens next season. Um, we got Monterrey in the in the in the Club World Cup, and then after that we got the final, which is going to be a long time from now. Twenty twenty fifth or twenty sixth and twenty ninth. Twenty sixth, twenty ninth, which is I don't think that's enough time apart. Oh, it's a Thursday and a Sunday. Okay, never mind. I don't know, man. That kind of sucks for Monterrey. They've been so close, get so far to that Liga, to have to go and do a club's World Cup. I would almost throw that match, dude. I would like, <laughs> you know, like, like nah, I would have just need... sent juveniles. I would have sent no... the juveniles over there. There's no way Necaxa is gonna be. You know, the only team that did decent in that tournament. Like, Monterrey but, has but so... They played, but when the Caxa played, they played in Brazil. And, and all the other games have been in, in like, in the Far East. Uh-huh. So, but... Brazil was the whole different thing, man. Uh, especially with, like, the weather. It was hot as balls. So, that, that favored <laughs> them, too. Now, right here, it's a bit more difficult. I think Monterrey is a team that's traveling the, the furthest you know is that right well yeah i mean i think that that also plays a bit of a factor uh but yeah if i'm on man i would just i would have sent the juveniles dude i've sent the rayadas dude they did rayadas go go play man you could you could because you know that was the other criticism and they were saying how like they just gave these girls an iPad and look at these guys flying first class, but people provided the accommodations. So that's also when you can see like the media and fans just making noise with something they don't, they don't understand or have a good understanding of. But I would, man. Uh, my main focus would be on the League IMX title, and I would just then combination, you know, the the best players like us and the best. Under 23 players and just, hey, man, have at it. Go try to beat that Qatari team. I think because their first match is against some, some team like that. 
Yeah, they play uh, outside at 9.30 on Saturday. And then from there... Wait, 9.30 at night or in the morning? 9.30 in the morning. So that's Pacific time. And then I don't know who gets matched up with who, but I think it'll either be Flamengo or Liverpool if if they get past that team. Yeah, man. No, I'm I'm throwing this game, dude. I, I'm not even kidding. I would throw that match. I mean, if you that's got an that opportunity to play, man. if you got a chance to play against Liverpool, I mean, come on, that's yeah. That's you could do it get a friendly, man. You know. <laughs> No nah, man, this is this is important clout they gotta they gotta get. Okay, what what would you say are the realistic chances of Monterrey winning the close World Cup? I wouldn't say it's that. I mean, they can beat Flamengo. I don't know if they can. Flamengo beat is is the reigning Libertadores champions. Yeah, but Monterrey is stacked, man. They got a good Could team. Could they beat Liverpool? Probably not. But it'd be cool to see them. Like, we never see Mexican teams play against, like, the best clubs in the world. Because we never no, get I past know, the but... first the first round, man. It's like – and right now they're all in their in the in the heat. Like, Monterrey, for once, is, is representing Mexico um, at the right time. Like, when Chivas went to go represent us uh, yeah, last were, year, we were, we were like in a, a shit show. Squad. But yeah. Monterrey is actually in the final right now in the league. Oh. So, you know – Liverpool's number oh. one in, in the Premier League. And it's like Flamengo just won the Liverpool. So right now we're seeing like the Giants like in their prime play against each other. So to me, that's really exciting. Okay, but 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 yeah, you're seeing that as a Chiva fan. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you this scenario. This was Chivas. They're going to the Club's World Cup. And they have the final against America. Which one would you want them to prioritize? I see what you mean. Yeah, especially like Monterrey, man. They spent so much money trying to win this the league title, and they came so short. You know, it's almost been like a folly. And and now they're 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 back there again, and it's like the Club World Cup thing just gets in the way, and it's like, you know, it's tough, man. Especially if you're Turco, because you don't want to fail at both. <laughs> Turco, Turco's lost. He lost back to back. Back-to-back league titles, uh, finales, just tough. And he could lose back-to-back. <laughs> ouch, ouch, destiny can be a cruel mistress. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's still impressive because he has won leagues, right? He, he won one with the Tijuana and America. Yeah, but imagine, I mean, losing two in a row and then coming back and losing two more in a row. It's just, it's just like, god damn, you know? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. I think, yeah, I think, I, I, I wish they would have done it backwards. They should have done the, the final, the Liga Mekis final first, and then proceed with this tournament, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. That, that would have been better. That would have been uh, better. It kind of sucks. It, that's where I think Liga Mekis fails sometimes. Their planning can be pretty shit, and yeah. this is what hurt. A lot of teams going into Libertadores, where the Liga MX would not, they would just not, um, you know, they would just not be helpful with the with the calendar. So you did have at the end a lot of Liga MX teams that would just throw the 
the Libertadores game because they just don't make enough money. The, the cloud wasn't going to Liguilla. So Libertadores was like doing a midweek traveling, you know, into into South America and then coming back. So yeah, it's tough. A, a lot of teams would just send mixed squads and they would end up not doing as good. That was, and that's a big reason. Uh, I do think if Liga MX wants to be more successful in this tournaments, they should. I mean, it's for the best of the league. Just, you know, figure something out, man. Fix your calendar. It's like when Chivas had two games in, in two days. Remember that? But that was Chivas. That was with Boy, man. And and that was, <laughs> that's where I'm saying Boy was like, they hand him a dumpster fire and then they, they threw gasoline <laughs> on top of it. And that's why I was always like on his side was like, like fans are being overcritical, man. And it's it's the directiva creating this giant mess. You got this dude that was like, you know, F it. I'll take on, I'll take this on, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll put this, I'll put this fire off, even though, you know, it's like a bag of shit in there. And it, he, he agreed to it. For sure. Anything else that we, uh, we missed? Yeah, I thought that was pretty much all the, uh, I mean, like, we didn't we didn't yeah. talk we didn't talk the league yet because it's pretty much it's set too far already. Away. Well, the previous um, the previous results, America came back, and uh, you know it's already old stuff. But uh, America did good and, and came back against uh, Monarcas Morelia. and uh, yeah. Monterrey. Of course, did away with Monterrey was sort of like didn't do well as I as I'd hoped they would all season, but they sort of came up came up big towards the end. Johnson, AC man, impressing. Although I, I sort of like I, everyone's like hyping up Johnson a lot, but uh, I really like Funes Mori actually a little bit more. Um, hey yeah, man, he's like, he's like the big dude in the don't, middle now. Don't so. make fun of my my child that I named Johnson Henry. <laughs> Johnson Henry. Johnson Henry. Henry is spelled. Oh man, it's like hungry. Henry. Like hungry. I'm hungry. It's H A N R Y. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think were they trying to say Henry, like Andre or something? Yeah. Like Henri? No, because the French, you know how they pronounce Henri. Thierry Henri. Oh, that's right, like, Andre. No, Henri. Henri. Damn. That's true. All right, man. There's gonna be some Wilbur sounding Mexicans, you know, with the whole guignacs. Oh man, Andre you know, Pierre. <laughs> We used to clown, hey, we Mexicans used to clown on the Central Americans because they would, they would use these like uh, Kevin and Brian English names, yeah, and that's hey, it came back to bite us, Washington. man. <laughs> <laughs> Twofold. I, I, I have friends in Monterrey. I, I on WhatsApp, I try to ask them, hey, do you guys have you guys ever actually met anyone named Andre Pierre or anyone who's named their kid Andre Pierre or Gignac or something like that? I haven't yeah, found anyone yet, but the... I'm sure they're out there. They don't want to admit it, Chiqui. <laughs> no, this is pretty recent. Yeah, the Andre Pierre and the and this stuff. They're, they're young kids, so they might be like one-year-old, two-year-old kids. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to 20 years from now when when they're on the national team. Plays for, <laughs> uh, for Mexico in the World Cup Wait. in France. That's, is it, uh, isn't going to be Andre? Wait, are you talking about the actual Gignac Jr.? Because I think he had some kids in Mex. 
Where are you talking about? Bootleg, man. Bootleg. It's gonna because it's gonna be Andre Pierre Sanchez. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's gonna be his kid. No, I'm talking about his kid. No, I'm not he's, talking. I'm talking talk... bootleg, though, man. You're gonna see oh, Andre. No, no, no. Pierre... <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> his kid. He he said that his kid's gonna play for Mexico. He said it. I can I can believe. That. Oh man, yeah. Gignac. Gignac is all in, dude. He's even, all in, bro. See it even in like the way he talks. Oh, he loves he's, it, dude. He loves, he's got he it all down, it. dude. You would think he's been in Max longer. And he turned he's... down. Uh, he turned down Boca Juniors to stay. Well, and you know what? I'm. A, I'm a probably. I'm a probably throw some salt. Or not oh. salt, or probably, but there's more Mexicans than a lot of pochos, man. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. He is, dude. You, he, you know, like, cause, cause he straight lives in Max, dude. You know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna and... tell everyone on my server that. <laughs> that's the truth, oh, though, man. Hey, man like you, is, you live out on Max. You don't even. Like, and I, I, I throw myself in there. We're gringados, man. Our, our, oh yeah. A lot of like the stuff is is from here, and even like our slang, it's like you know we copy words from like like Twitter and all this other stuff. Oh, this yeah, is straight, straight Max, Max <laughs> everything, dude. Albur, everything, man. Oh man. He's not saying cuh. He's not. He's not. <laughs> hey, cuh. <laughs> he, he says pariente, man. He says, you know, stuff like that. Dude. Oh, man. That's amazing. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, talk about it because it happened today, but a little bit of uh, players abroad. So, uh Hector Herrera played in the Champions League game uh, yesterday. He played about 25 minutes. Uh, Edson Alvarez started for Ajax as well. And then today, Chicharito started for Sevilla in the Europa League. He only played a half. Uh, Raul Jimenez was nowhere to be seen against Wolves uh, for Wolves. So I don't know if they're just saving him for Spurs on Sunday. And he then be, Tecate, he started... Uh, for Porto as well. He played the full 90. But they got him playing right back. So he's been playing defense for Porto well, like the whole you, season. You know what, for Raul, though, they are, to me, they are saving him unless he could have had like a minor injury or something that yeah. they don't want. They don't want to desagrave because he's, his record's pretty insane right now. So I think he's, he's the EPL striker with the most goals throughout all competitions. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's doing really good, man. So yeah, he's, two he's, really he's... good seasons. We have to wonder if if some team's gonna try to swoop up, you know, and take him. Yeah, I you know I'm against it. I really love him just being a legend at Wolves. You know, like there's just players that just because like the thing about it is like you take him and then you put him at Chelsea or Manchester United or Arsenal. It's just not the same. Um, no, well, yeah, it comes with the coach. But I think if if he's with the same, if they keep the same coach, the same yeah. squad, I would stay. Uh, you know, because yeah. you don't know. Like with Chucky, goes to Napoli, and then the coach Ancelotti. that took him is gone now. Then yeah, who knows Ancelotti. what's gonna happen? Yeah, whoever um, comes in, who knows what what will happen? They might not like the Chuck man. So well, they paid yeah, fifty million for him, so they don't have a choice. You know, they're gonna have to play him. But what everybody has been saying in Italy is playing out of position. You know, he's not playing in his natural 
he's playing as a striker. You know, he's more of a winger. So Ancelotti had him playing up top with Mertens and in a four four two, but his his type of style fits better in a four three three. So hopefully uh, Gattuso is going to come in and and fix things. But it's just shocking to get rid of Ancelotti, who got them to the you know next round of the Champions League, and he's won the Champions League so many times. Like this is the kind of coach you want to have for this situation. But I guess they weren't happy with the league results, and they just wanted to to just get it done out of the way. Kind of like how Spurs did it with uh, Pochettino. Yeah, man. All right. Any other uh, topics or comments before we finalize? Nope. I think we've we've covered them all. For... The 12 days of Chivas Christmas, we still got some more. More presents to uh, to unwrap before the end of the year, but we're gonna be champions. Fácil. <laughs> Amaury is loving it, dude. He's he's loving. He's like smiling, like giving uh, giving interviews and stuff, saying, "Oh, we got some more. We got a couple of more uh, news things to come and all this stuff." It's sort of funny. yeah. Chivas have been. Chivas have been only there. You're sounding salty there, Beto. He, well, he was. They said he was... you know what I heard. <laughs> Pulido just got married. You know. That Pulido's wedding costs more than Puma's refuerzo budget. <laughs> hey, dude, Puma's, Puma's we're over there. We're hey, over there supporting. Pocho, didn't you? Yeah, we, we're you, supporting you, the Mexican American cause, dude. You're signing uh, with a Pocho? Some Pocho. <laughs> some Pocho nobody knows. And all the, 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 the ENG, man, the guys ENG are, don't even pay attention, man. The one, even... the one wow. thing Pikis is against, and that's what they bring. You should apply for that job. <laughs> You should be the the Twitter handle for Pumas in oh, English. I'll be the social media manager for Pumas in yeah. English. Yeah, you man. should do it. <laughs> oh, get, man. Get on board. Like, maybe if we don't tweet about it, no one will notice. I'm gonna have to tweet it now that you mentioned that, man. Now that you mentioned, <laughs> I, I retweeted it, the the announcement and everything, but nobody like, I didn't see it announced anywhere else. Like nobody even cares. Like everyone talks about uh, Jonathan Gonzalez and all this stuff and Mexican Americans. Hopefully more me- and uh, the Alianza group and their their uh, scouting of Mexican Americans. But then one guy goes to Pumas and there's like who who the heck is that dude? Well, nobody nobody knows yeah. anything. I didn't even know to be honest. I haven't been. We, and it's not even it's not even Pumas' fault. The the whole Twitter feed for for transfers has just been dominated by by one team it was sort of before yeah. the whole chiva stuff it happened a little bit before so mm. it sort of had a chance but it's still pumas is, I, I i can admit pumas is low budget man pumas is uh you know like the the real guy standing on the corner begging for, begging for a little bit of money <laughs> they're going to colombia to, <laughs> yeah. to do that begging thing it's interesting because if you look at the 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 um Puma, Pumas, the way they're, they're managed. So they have like a council, you know, of like four or five guys. And dude, yeah. you go top to bottom and these dudes are linked to some top like banks and whatnot. So it just seems like they're putting out a pocket, man. You know, you would think they would work out some deals, but kind of don't. Like maybe, there's the minimum. Maybe they're... And that's... it's like they... They get some cuts. Like I don't think they have to pay for, for stadium and stuff because it's it's through the university. Yeah. So, 
sort of interesting, like what's going on there with they haven't made a big investment because they should. Pumas is a team that if they made a big investment and they don't even have to do the 50 million, you could do half, 20 million, 25, you know, and they would create noise. But it's, it's yeah, I don't, you're going to have to talk to the Puma hermano here and see what's going on. And I'm, not, I'm not going to lie, Pumas, Pumas have a huge following. Like, um, they do. They're, they're like uh, one of those cool teams, you they're know? They're the big like, four, dude. Yeah, because everyone cool jumps in that wagon. Because here, here in the Bay Area, like, um, you see a bunch of America jerseys, but I see a lot of Pumas, like, a lot of jackets, a lot of people, like, just out of the woodworks, you know, when they're somewhat doing good. But, um, well, yeah, when they had Hugo Sanchez, when they were winning all these titles, they were the first to win back-to-back. Yeah. Yes, and then they, they beat, they, you know, Real Madrid, and they were winning all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had all these Puma fans. Uh, and their youth, they bring up the good, uh, they brought up some good and, youth players. And, and, I mean, Nike makes some really good jerseys get some nice kids it's like yeah I like you guys should be doing too. better um yeah that's why i like sort of the number like i see i like that uh seeing the numbers i wish they would open their books because the the long pants guys get their cut man since they're the owners and stuff they get they of course get their cut but how much of a cut do they get compared to everyone else and do they actually have a, a ton of money like Hoel was saying to go out and get these or they're just not doing it they're just like being well, cheap i don't think they have a ton of money but they have the connections you know they're like yeah they're like they're part of these big institutions where it's like uh, you know what i mean yeah so like I, I i would like to see what the owner's cut is out of all these clubs um sort of like the numbers well, there's that not Eugene like an gave. owner it's 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 or, or like the guys the that are in charge man like pelais how much is he getting compared to every other uh uh, All right, director. You know the guys that are like, even down to the head coach, to the players, um, like the total cost, and then like their total profits for a year, um, like a public company. You know that shows all their books to the public, expenses, profits, all that stuff. And then you can sort of tell how well the company's doing. Are those? I mean, I know some teams are publicly traded, like Manchester United. They do disclose that, and you can see the money going in and money going out. But do they do that in Mexico or no? No, I don't think no team is. No. is. Oh. Well, I think Chivas was talking about it. Who knows? Um, but no, no no team is right now. And and it's like in, in Mex, you have like like the team's – they're owned by like um damn I'm, I'm i'm forgetting the name Celsius. like no like no not, not like sucursal like like a side division so for example femsa femsa like created a group that controls monterrey and then you have like cruz azul which is cooperativa and then they have like a division that controls cruz azul the club and same with same with um tigres with uh, Cemex, and then they got, I think it's called Sinergia Deportiva or something like that, which is like a subdivision of of Cemex, and they control Tigres, you know? So they're kind of sneaky like that. They'll have like a side group controlling it. Oh, wow. 
It's all money laundering, basically. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's because of that, but same even with Chivas, like is that only life? They have only life Chivas, or they had like Chivas de Corazon or something like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they're not like think directly. They kind of have like I don't know, man. It must be like some safety measure. It's like ta- it's, it's probably like a tax evasion tax. type tax evasion type of scam. It could be, yeah, yeah. yeah it could the one percent, man. It's all just money laundering. All right, dudes. Yeah, I mean, because look, look, even Grupo Legi, you know, we have like, and I'm pretty sure they're connected to some big company. How dare you insult Grupo Legi, man? How dare you? They are, they are honest and true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. It's a good, good, uh, good podcast. There's nothing else. Thanks for coming on, Jaime, Joel. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, always a pleasure, Chiquis. Yeah, next next week I'll be in uh, San Jose, so oh we'll nice. If, we'll see if John or some I won't have internet at a hotel very well, but maybe John will host, and we'll be back for the next episode, two hundred and twenty-six. Thanks all our viewers. Thanks uh, Luis on the chat. He was giving some comments. Listening, we had a. We had a lot of... Uh, I always forget to check the chat. Damn. We had a few listeners. Chiggy's supposed to tell us the comments so that we could comment <laughs> on the comments. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a few. I should have I should have chimed in. Next time I will. But thanks, Luis, for, for chiming in and uh, listening. Pretty much throughout the whole thing. He, he started from start to finish. And, uh, yeah, I'll, put, I'll post this on the... Uh, podcast center tomorrow we will talk to you guys later see you guys next week